Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. My name is Sam. And I'm Maddie. Hello! Welcome, friends. Hello! Hello. We're really glad y'all are here today. Welcome back. We hope y'all had a good Halloween. Gosh, I hope you had a great Halloween, everybody. Make sure you uh, write into the show and tell us what your Halloween costume was. If you have cool pictures, you can post those to Insanely Big Fans of Insanely Haunted on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And you can also send them to us on Twitter, at Haunted Insanely. Yes. Where we'd love to see them. Yeah. Well, it's now it's uh, cold Halloween, uh, <laughs> leading up to dinner Halloween and then presents Halloween. Yep. <laughs> Our favorite holidays. And then lastly, kissing Halloween. <laughs> kissing Halloween. Yay. And Irish Halloween. And, and the uh, egg. kissing Halloween again. Well, egg. I said, I said <laughs> kissing Halloween because you kiss at midnight on the New Year's. That's what I was going for. Oh, okay. Nobody else got that. Okay. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Um, and then zombie Jesus Halloween, um, America Halloween, American Halloween, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my birthday Halloween. <laughs> so there's all kinds of Halloweens for all kinds of people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but anyway, on the way to the the most you know imminent Halloween, we decided to watch this episode of Ghost Adventures. The Yost Theater and Ritz Hotel of Santa Ana, California. And part of this title is a lie. <laughs> because they don't go to the Ritz Hotel really at all. Nope. And then they just do something completely other, something else. Yeah. This is also a really long one, I feel like, with a really short lockdown. So, yeah. like, and you know what? You always know what that means, which is that they didn't catch any fucking evidence. Yeah. And whatever they did catch is extremely lame. Yeah. So, the, but the intro was like the most packed one I've seen in a while. It's just people like, whoa. We got ghosts, <laughs> and then like a a fake, a big weird shadow si- frog, six legged baby crawling up the six wall, legs. and then that guy going ooh. That was my favorite part. Was this guy? He's like <clears throat> like that. Looking like I'm imitating the sound of the ghost thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. The Chewbacca voice. <clears throat> so this is a place in Santa Ana, California, which is in Orange County, as we learn at the very, very end of the episode. And the Yost Theater used to be a vaudeville theater, and now it is just a concert venue where you can go and play shows. And yes. Specifically, it was built in 1913. It was vaudeville and silent films. Oh. And for a while, and I didn't really talk about this, but it was a place of worship for a, a good period of time. That's right. They did briefly mention that. Kind of strange. Yeah. You'd think they'd go into that. Yeah. And then it, now it's like converted to like live music and who knows what else. But they don't really talk about that, which nope. is kind of strange. You'd think that they'd want to like advertise more about this place, but... Yeah, also, usually when something has to do with religion, they go really into it, you yeah. know, because it's like a holy place, and that means that demons maybe come in there now that it's not holy anymore. I don't know. Does he know what holy means? Yeah, well... (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's been been desecrated now by 
a bunch um, of theater kids or something. <laughs> uh, the Ritz Hotel is next door, and it had a bad period for a little while. Somebody drowned there, and then apparently it was very crimey, and now it's being torn down. Like, literally now it's being torn down in this episode. And Zach's not happy about it. They're not it. happy. They didn't know about this. But we don't, they, we'll learn more about that in a minute. First, we have to meet Dave Leon, who is the co-owner of the Yoast Theater. And he believes, this is the big story for the whole episode that is dropped immediately once we get into the lockdown, that the theater is haunted by Ernest Ball. Mr. Ball. Mr. Ball. Mr. Ball was an Irish singer. He sang Irish tunes. Um, Specifically, the famous song is When Irish Eyes Are Smiling. That was him. Yes, whenever that was made, which I guess is a long time ago because he had a very old-timey voice. <laughs> when Irish Eyes Are Smiling. Yeah, like that. Yes, that's a good impression. Yes. Um, and it's really funny. So apparently, it, okay, it's not funny that this man died, <laughs> but... <laughs> supposedly died in his dressing room while he was performing there and uh, it's really funny because each uh each little flashback reenactment that they do of this man he is like collapsing at his table he's collapsing at his table and dropping a, a glass of liquor but they never mention how this guy died they just say that they found him on the floor on the floor right of his dressing room yeah, not, so not head on the table like they show the yeah it's very uh inconsistent and and not accurate how they uh, display it i've never seen a uh, recreation of the show that didn't manage to completely suck all the gravity out of the situation yeah. yes like a man, a man keels over and dies in the dressing room and like the reenactment is just Bleh. yeah <laughs> and he's gen gently setting the glass down on its side kind of yeah and then of course they say something about how we don't know if he ever left this place and the actor's eyes snap open <laughs> very creepy and spooky zach has a psychic vision in the dressing room i don't know if y'all remember this part but he no. was sitting here like i'm just i can see him slumped over on the table and i'm just wondering what he was going through and what it was like for him in those last moments let's not do that big pair of glasses he was wearing <laughs> yeah was it just me i feel like that's the most respectful i've ever seen him be <laughs> with, with, a, with a ghost is yeah. to actually like try and understand what was happening <laughs> it, but until he gets to the point where he's like no i know what it was like yeah and then you're like okay sit down <laughs> let's all right buddy oh and it was during this a whole time that the special effects like you know the whole like insanely haunted that they put on the screen oh, yeah. slow down the voice they did that here um they talked about how he died died, died. and then like <laughs> and uh, it was unexpected, unexpected. <laughs> we also meet rob hernandez who is with the valley investigators of the paranormal <laughs> vip and it took he, me a while to get that he's talking about how he saw a man uh and zach shows him a picture of ernest ball and it's like would you say that that's him he's like oh yes well the, okay it's a very <laughs> awkward exchange because the guy says without a doubt and zach says without a doubt what <laughs> and the guy's like, that's, that's him that's <laughs> It kind of reminds me of the show, uh, what's the, the sprayed on dicks on the car show? Oh, um, American Vandal. American Vandal. The 100%. Yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> we also meet Art Chavez, who's the director of security here, and he heard a hi, dad, at one point while he was just hanging out, and it was a lady ghost, a young lady ghost, and we get the scary footage of the little girl skipping slowly. Hi, dad. Hi, dad. Hi, dad. <laughs> <laughs> 
he hears he hears it again yeah deeper this time except it's like the devil's voice yeah yeah and after this we go down to the basement where we hear the story of the yeah which is dave uh apparently just heard what he described as a horn or a guttural noise in the basement and was frozen well but they're talking about how they were scrambling over each other to leave right yeah and then they talk about how they were frozen and and then zach draws a, a we get a diagram. This is oh, great. my God. This I is... thought I was going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, would you like to explain this? So the, the people who run this show are basing, they're, they're hoping and praying that nobody has any idea what electromagnetic radiation oh, yeah. actually <laughs> is. Yeah. I don't think they know, actually. It's like, it's, oh, boy. Because he's like, the... The electromagnetic radiation, there's like a burst of electromagnetic electromagnetic radiation from like a spirit ball that then paralyzes people. Mm-hmm. But that's not how any of this works. Yeah. They're just throwing scientific terms out there to give their investigation a sense of legitimacy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Sam, that's what's your much. background? Uh, I'm a I'm a chemistry grad student. <laughs> so, I mean it's not it's not physics, but you but, learn you pick it up. Yeah, you do, you pick it up. Yeah. So inaccurate. I mean, just pseudo science basically yeah, is what's going on here uh on ghost adventures the the diagram though i want to be clear about this cassie you should really get a photo of it for the episode mm-hmm. because oh, yes. it looks like a radar readout with like a table and a chair and a figure of a person yeah and there's a spirit that is pulsing out electromagnetics yeah and supposedly they they tie this back to multiple other episodes where they have interviewed people who have said that they got frozen mm-hmm. after being experienced after having ghost experiences. Yes. And so Zach really hones in on that language about how we wonder if this frozen feeling is because of the electromagnetic radiation that ghosts are known to give off. In the, the, the way that he says all this shit as though it is solved science. Yeah. And, and folks, like, it, it's it's cool if ghosts exist. Let's just not try and use fake science to prove yeah. that they exist. You'd either figure out a way to actually prove it or... Or just be, accept that you can't use science for this. Just let it be spooky. Let yeah. it be weird and spooky and not explainable. Like, yeah. that's fine. We wouldn't be coming down so hard on Zach if he was, like, not yeah. trying to make it science. Yeah, if he was like, this is scary. The end. We know that it's, <laughs> I know that it is scary because you can see the hairs on my arms standing up. Yeah. That means I am scared. Yeah, scary. and then I'd be like, yes, yes, Zach. That's correct. That's yeah. physiological reaction. <laughs> well, and also, this ties into the whole frozen thing. Uh, maybe you're just scared. <laughs> that happens. <laughs> you freeze. When you're spooked. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, we also meet Eric Van Leer, who's part of the VIP, and he shares some spirit box evidence where he heard the spirit box say, dead ghost. I think it's so fucking funny. <laughs> Uh, and <laughs> my absolute favorite part of this is that Zach, Zach's talking to him. It's like, what do you think it means that he's dead? <laughs> and then yes. ghost. And there was this big gap in the middle. And the guy, the guy, he's like, during the headlights, it's like, oh man, you, you, we're both in the same business. You should know not to try to, <laughs> not to try to get into specifics with this shit. <laughs> yeah, he's just like you can tell in his mind he's thinking. Uh-oh. What do I say? What am I getting to? Uh, this guy's throwing me under the bus. Yeah. There's this great moment where Zach is like, I could see the palpable fear on Eric's face. And they zoom in on Eric's face, and it's the most mild expression of fear I've ever seen it in my is, life. It's like super indifferent. He's like, ah. It's like the fear of like, you see you're in line for something, and you see that it might take longer than you think it's going to take. That's the level yeah. of fear I saw in his face. Which is, he's in this interview, and it might take longer than he thought it was going to take. 
<laughs> but also Eric is apparently getting like major goosebumps. And so this is this theory that Zach has that he now tells us about that if you play ghost evidence in the place that it was recorded, you can like get the ghosts extra riled up. He calls it dangerous yes. and beneficial. It's dangerous and beneficial because it gets them all riled up and may, may be more likely to do stuff, but also it makes you more likely to get possessed. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to connect that to what goes on later, but I can wait. Okay, okay, that's okay, fine. Okay. On that. We also learned that Art, the head of security, is uncomfortable in multiple places of this building, which is like, no, I'm not shaming him for being scared in an old scary building, yeah. but he is the head of security, <laughs> and I feel like this is a little bit prohibitive. <laughs> In certain ways. It should be a job qualification. Yeah. Are you okay with arresting ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, but how? <laughs> <laughs> and as Art is, like, going to take them around, they start hearing music. And they at first they think it's ghosts, but then it's, like, definitely actual music from a radio. And that's when they learn that the Ritz Hotel is being demolished right now, in this moment. And that's when Zach oh. gets pissed <laughs> he is so confrontational with the foreman of this construction site who probably has no fucking idea about whatever deal zach cut mm -hmm. because apparently zach is upset because he paid to film there and i am not convinced that the person he was talking to is the person who took his payment for that yeah no not at all because this is, this the is guy just a foreman yeah. yeah and and zach's like and the guy's like well these guys are working for 30 dollars an hour and zach's like yeah well uh i paid you to be here didn't i or, no, he's like, well, we paid two. And it's like, yeah, but you guys are ghost hunters. Yeah, you're a TV show. They're doing a job. <laughs> They're working. Like, and the guy's probably trying to make this condemned building marginally safe. <laughs> and what's funny to me is that the guy just leaves and Zach pretends like the negotiations are ongoing, but they're absolutely not. And he's like talking to you, the camera, and he's like, so, uh, and he's like, you know, really so we're pissed. really disappointed uh, to hear about this. We don't like being told that we paid to film here and we can't film. So uh, we're going to just have to see what happens. Even though he makes like crazy amounts of money, like it's like, shut the fuck up, Zach. You'll be fine. He says, this well, is these people's jobs. <laughs> he says, we'll just have to see what happens. And then what happens is they don't get to film there. Well, no, they, they, do. they do. They just don't get to film how they thought they were going yes. to film. Mm -hmm. And it took, okay. sorry, go ahead. Okay. Oh, I was going to say it took like a crazy amount of thought, effort, effort in thinking to realize the thing that I was thinking from the beginning, like, well, this just means that the spirits are stirred up because they're messing oh, around yeah. with everything. Oh. It took them forever to come to that conclusion. Yeah. That Zach's like, okay, yeah, spinning this into a positive. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, that's what I was going to say. It's like, as... As Zach and whoever it was, like the camera guy, I forget, are yeah. talking about this, yeah. you can see the gears turning in their head <laughs> as they try to figure out what their new angle is on this. And they're like, all right, well, what if that pissed off all the ghosts? And like, for a moment, they they almost they almost drop the veil. What if they're like, oh yeah, that's a good save. We can work with that. <laughs> <laughs> the mask slips just a little bit. It's like Nick and Aaron are Zach's cheerleaders. Oh my God. Their, their whole job is basically babysitting him because I feel like Zach... As much as a tough guy as he thinks he is, he is probably very wishy-washy as a person. And I can imagine that once he... I can imagine a big part of the job of working with Zach is, like, keeping him on track. You know, like, making sure he doesn't get distracted. Yep. Or, like, really sidetracked on his own on his own thinking. Mm -hmm. So, sort of to, like... I guess because they feel like they're not 
getting their money's worth, they decide to add a second stop on the like daytime interview tour. Mm -hmm. And so they go to the Santa Ana Historical Societies. AKA sorry, go ahead. They go to the like the main headquarters. Yeah, which is called the Waffle House. <laughs> it's the How Waffle House. She yes. had a hyphenated name. And we learned, I would like to go to this place. These people sound extremely cool. Yes. The place this house is named after. It was named after this lady named Willella How Waffle. She was a doctor. She was the first female doctor in the area. And because of this, she wasn't allowed to practice medicine at the hospital. So she turned her home into a clinic. Very cool Very story. Cool. And cool that she kept her last name. Yes. Yes. And also, I do want to say, I'm not usually expecting these guys to have any kind of sensitivity about this kind of thing. I did think it was kind of nice that they referred to her husband as, like, her husband, who is also a doctor, and not, they never made it about him and his wife, the right. doctor. No, that it was, was always good. the doctor and her husband. Yeah. And I don't know, I just, I like that. That's that's a high, that's higher than I expect them to go. But don't expect <laughs> us to stay out there for no, long, because nope. we no. soon go right back to the, the very bottom of the pit. Yes, Dr. Howell Waffle's husband was also doing extremely cool stuff. He was doing abortions in which I would have to imagine, first of all, they were illegal at the time. Second of all, he was actually doing it in a real clinic mm -hmm. because his his family had set up this clinic here. Mm -hmm. So I have to imagine it was a lot safer than going to somewhere that was not equipped to deal with like the reality of the medical situation. Was mm -hmm. not a doctor. Yeah. Not did not have the right equipment. Yeah. Was not in a safe location. This was like This was like safe and secret and Knew what they were doing. It seemed yeah. extremely yeah. cool that this was happening. But of course, because this is Ghost Adventures, the fact that he was doing secret abortions becomes this like this like evil thing that is putting all kinds of ghost energy out there in the world just because he's doing it. The theory that Zach tries to spin oh, yeah. about the like how how apparently the fetus absorbs the ghost energy of the mother in the womb. There are, there are two spirits, so there's two ghost energy like And they're inseparable. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so if you're growing a baby inside you, yeah, I know. And they use the, the terms baby and fetus interchangeably. Yeah. Uh, These guys have no medical knowledge. I the way Nick no. is talking about it makes it seem like he has he's like really, really adamant about this that us that a fetus has like spirit energy within it and that if you terminate your pregnancy, then that spirit energy stays with you and you are now haunted. Mm -hmm. You the person who is gonna have a baby. Mm -hmm. Well then why why is the building then haunted? <laughs> <laughs> well, they also make the leap where they just assume that people died there. Okay, oh, yeah. there, was a clinic. Yeah. there was no evidence whatsoever to support that the Nobody women said who went Nobody. there died. Not a word. But they just automatically... Did anybody who went there died? Because yeah. there was also like regular doctor stuff happening there apparently. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Like this this whole thing seems like they tried really, really hard to turn this very inspiring story about a pioneer in the medical field mm -hmm. into something tragic and horrifying. Mm -hmm. yes. This monster doctor. Yeah, it was the most it was the most tactless I think I've ever seen Zach be. You're just saying something. <laughs> Can I also talk about how Ernie Alonzo, the person who is like a member of the historical society, is also a member of a ghost hunter. <laughs> <laughs> and so he hears that these guys are ghost hunters and brings out his EVP that he recorded once. I wonder what the rest of the staff at the Historical Society thought about this. They're probably like, Ernie, you can do this. Ernie, please. <laughs> oh, I wonder if the, afterwards the, uh, uh, what's her name? Maxine Schmiedel, mm -hmm. who we met later. She's like the chair of the Historical Society. Mm -hmm. I wonder if she had a conversation with Ernie later where she was like, Ernie, you got to keep your work and your hobby separate. <laughs> can't have you doing ghost hunting tours. Or you can, you can, you can do this. Just don't mention our name. 
<laughs> do not associate it with the historical society. So yeah, they have this long conversation about how this is haunting, and um, then they decide that this place is going to be their second stop. So that's how they're—that's the splitting the differences. We can't go to the Ritz, mm-hmm. so we're going to go to the How Waffle House. No, but actually, they make it their first stop. Yes, oh, actually, <laughs> that's right. Uh, even though, okay, so this is now we're getting into the lockdown. So we get to the lockdown, and the lockdown begins at the Yost Theater. And Zach and Art, by the way, are both both of them had to do it to him. <laughs> They're both in the you know I had to do it to him post when the, when the show opens up. And the, Zach does his little talking intro at the Yost Theater, and then they fuck off to the How Waffle House <laughs> and leave Jay and Billy there yeah. at the Yost Theater. They always do this. It's such bad television. <laughs> You'd think they'd be better at it. <laughs> Seven seasons. You'd think they'd be better at it. This is eight seasons, oh I God. believe. Maybe they're trying to get the sweet, sweet Billy screams. They really want to coax yeah, him out of this They almost got one. I thought we were going to get one. <laughs> so close. Instead, we got a really sad thing. Aww. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. So while they are in the How Waffle House, Aaron is really on the lookout for stuff. Aaron, who has been mostly absent from this entire episode so far, sadly, he is like, there's something that smells strange in here. And Nick goes along with it for a second, and then they realize that there's just air fresheners plugged in. <laughs> and this is where we learn that there is apparently a, a quality exhibited by spirits that we've never talked about, but that is supposedly just true. They, they, yeah, they just meant, they just like, as we all know, yeah. sometimes ghosts smell nice. So if you see a nice, or see, if you smell a nice smell, it might be a ghost, but check first that it's not your air freshener. Yes. <laughs> they, I like how they throw in the tips for the aspiring ghost hunters, you know, is make sure you're checking for these sorts of Didn't things. they call it a perfume smell of ghosts? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The perfume for scent given off by spirits and then I wrote five <laughs> question marks after that. <laughs> Sometimes ghosts just smell sexy. We don't make the rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Then they get the spirit box out. Melmeter goes off. Melmeter goes off a couple of times so they get the spirit box out and they get nothing. They get absolutely nothing. What the? Okay, so is it, the millimeter is different from the spirit box. Yes, the millimeter is the de- is the detection device that that tells them how strong the background EM radiation is. In, oh, in okay, okay. I hate with a burning passion every mention of the technology that they use. Yeah, because they they they. they, they... <laughs> they, they they list it off like the like the technical specifications. It's uh-huh. the, the serial number. This serial number of spirit box. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The SB seven. Oh. You mean? Yeah. SB yeah. stands for spirit box. So it's the S spirit box seven <laughs> spirit box. <laughs> All right. I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> Before we continue, we check in with Billy and Jay for about 10 seconds, literally, mm-hmm. just long enough for Billy to say, it's getting kind of spooky in here. And then, that's <laughs> it. then we go back. Yeah. To and the so, so they're in the attic now. That's where they've decided they're going to go. And <laughs> <laughs> I had to pause it because this is an amazing moment where it opens on Zach going, in this, I'm going to try and get as close to his intonation as possible. Hey, Dr. Willella, did your husband do abortions? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Every time Zach is on screen, I feel like I'm experiencing all of the embarrassment that he should be yes. experiencing. Yes. That's the big part of the Ghost Adventures experience. Really. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're pretty numb to it at this point mm-hmm. after what we've done. After what we've done. <laughs> at this point we just nap laugh. At this point we just laugh nervously. Um, yeah, now I'm fully comfortable just laughing at him. Yeah. Not with him. Yeah. And doesn't he do this twice? Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he's 
it's the only thing he's got. It's the only bow uh, arrow in his quiver is mm-hmm. the abortion thing. That's mm-hmm. all that they have. Yes. And so he's just constantly asking about the abortions. Doctor, he, he's asking the doctor, "Hey, what's your doctor? Who's what's your husband? Who's also a doctor? Do in here? Why did he get in trouble? I heard he got in trouble." And they get things like it's haunting on the spirit box. <laughs> in trouble. It's haunting. And then they get an orb, too, mm-hmm. that he thinks is a huge deal. Does, isn't that the orb where he's like, and we have an HD camera? Or was yes. that later? No, I think this was... This no, one. this, is, this, this was, was the... Oh, wait, no. Two orbs. No, no, the, the one... This was this was the one where they just like don't they just don't. Okay, okay, okay. Right. <laughs> later, 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 they try to debunk that it's not like a mode of dust or a bug. Okay, by saying, they don't even they by don't saying even... that it, that they have an HD camera so that they, they, they'd be able to see it. But it's not like it, it could okay. it could very clearly be in a part that's not in focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's also a place that was like uh, black. Like nothing, there's registering total shadow. Yeah. So there's no way the camera, which if it had autofocus, I'm assuming it had autofocus, it, then there's no way it would be focusing on that spot because there's nothing happening there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the reach, okay. Can, can, I, can I just ask you guys? I haven't yeah, seen, I haven't totally. seen a whole ton of these episodes. Are the reaches usually this bad? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, with, <laughs> the, with, with, with the spirit box things. Yes. Okay. Because they were terrible. Like they get, they think it says abortion at one point and. The closest facsimile I can make is like, <laughs> there's not a B, there's nothing. Like, it's really, it's not, it's not even close. Mm-hmm. I think, um, I had never seen them use the spirit box before. So, like, they brought it out and I was like, so we're not going to talk about whatever hideous noise is happening. <laughs> Turns out that's just the spirit box. Yes. That's the noise it makes when it's working properly. Okay. Yeah. You, you've gone over how exactly the spirit box works before. Radio sweeper, you all, you all know. Yeah. It's basically when it's just doing its thing, it sounds like uh, Jim Carrey on Dumb and Dumber when he's like, you want to hear the most annoying sound <laughs> in the world? And that noise just yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just scanning radio stations as fast as it possibly can <laughs> yeah. to pick up random words. Yeah. Wait, is it Jim Carrey? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just yes. In. <laughs> I, am I confusing him with Drew Carey? No. No, but what Drew a Carey. strange film that would have been. Yeah. <laughs> Drew Carey. He's the Who's Lying. Yes. Guy. Yes. yes. Okay. But they have the same last name. Yes, they do. Okay. All right. <laughs> just checking. So then Zach gets a little ill and decides to go downstairs and like talk it out. Like, talk out his yes. feelings. And he hears a little tink. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I'm activated now. I have to go search for this. <laughs> and he spends about two seconds investigating before he goes, hey, guys, come down here to get help. I find it interesting how they'll say one thing, but then it's actually a different thing. Like, he called it a rattle, but it was just a dink. It sounded like someone, like, clinking a glass as they're putting it away on the shelf. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we get something like this later, which we will get to. And now this is where we get the other one, because Zach okay. is, like... <gasps> Take my energy. <laughs> He's, like, politely browbeating Dr. Willella. He's, like, Dr. Willella, will you please appear as an orc? Dr. Willella, will you please take my energy and use it to manifest yourself? As an orb. <laughs> he's, he's, I, I love that he specifically asks for the orb. He's like, yeah. <laughs> like let's, let's keep it reasonable. We do not we need like a full figure or anything hard like that. <laughs> and this is where we get that orb that's definitely just out of focus. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, Nick... Nick is the one who captures it on his camera, and he actually tries to follow it. Yeah, but it yeah. doesn't go anywhere. And then Zach's like, "We debunked this as not being a dust particle or bug." 
because our cameras are really nice. <laughs> He's talking about how they shoot in 1080i, which I'm not an expert, but I don't think that's as high as it gets even like for the time. Mm -hmm. I think you can do, I think 1080p is definitely better because okay. it's not interlaced, but I also am kind of a baby about that. Just once I want to see it where he's like, can you, can you manifest for us? And then they turn around and it's just like the, just like the full dude. It's like, yeah, what do you want? Hey, what? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> get out of, get out of my house. <laughs> Leave. But anyway, that's the end of that part. And they go to the Yoast theater and Billy and Jay are both more spooked now than they were before. Yeah. Apparently they had to do something with the X cameras, the static cameras, and they got freaked out while they were exploring. Um, Zach decides to use art as a trigger object because he experienced things in the theater before. And, and Art's like, and Art's like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> they also sent him in alone. They don't go in with him. Yeah. Every So they got these five dudes crammed into the nerve center watching the spirit, uh, the uh, static night vision cameras mm -hmm. while Art slowly creeps through the building that is very scary to him. Yes, like Art is actually super brave. But I feel like we should yeah. give him some kudos for yeah. this. Art did a great job. Yeah. Uh, as an amateur ghost hunters go, he's probably the most uh, serious on the team at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone kind of hears a voice as he's exploring the backstage area, which doesn't, I don't know, it could be Art talking. They think it says, can you hear me? <laughs> but... It doesn't really sound like anything at all. Uh, and then, like, like a good solid one or two minutes after that, or who knows, maybe it was even longer, Zach has, like, a light bulb pop up in his head, and he's like, oh, God. And he's, like, running outside, and he's like, gosh, just make sure that nobody else was outside. And it's like, it's probably too late for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever smoke break those people, those theoretical people were on is over. Yeah. <laughs> and so... I mean, Art just continues. He captures a shadow figure. This was a huge point of contention for all four of us. Yeah. There was no There's scale nothing. to it. Th so I could see what they were talking about, but not as they were describing it. Yeah. It looked like a shadow kind of went across, but it, it looked tiny to me. It went across like a light beam of some sort. It looked like it might have been like really far away or really, really small. Yeah, they didn't give any scale so that you would know how big it actually was. And they didn't brighten the image. And they, they didn't, didn't create an outline. They didn't do any of the do. things they normally do. They just replayed it over and over and over again. Yeah. I was astonished by the level the level of confidence yeah. uh -huh. that, that that he has. I'm like, sure you would see it. That as the, as they're describing this habit. Like you could just you could just say things mm -hmm. with an authoritative tone of voice and Yes. And said, everyone who and watches Ghost Adventures will be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Art kind of calls oh, uh, Art gets stranded up in the like above the theater and he gets a little freaked out by noises of the building settling is what it kind of feels like. <laughs> And so Zach rushes in to extract him. On good on Zach, he takes it seriously when this guy gets freaked out. Yeah. And like rushes in as fast as he can to help him out. Mm -hmm. And uh, there, that's basically the only evidence they really get mm -hmm. is that this guy was walking around and shot something that may have been a shadow and got a couple of sounds. Mm -hmm. Well, he was also saying that he got cold. They yeah. were feeling him and being like, oh, yeah, you're ice cold. Um, he heard, like, squeaking wood. And uh, he he said that his eyes were watering and he thought he was going to cry. Um, he said he didn't know where he was. But that's probably because it was dark. Yeah. So I don't want to come down on art. Or no, say, no, no, or say, no, no, Or say that he was doing anything. Yeah. But the fact that he was working for the building kind of makes me a little suspicious. Yeah. Because, like, the... Um, being haunted is really good money. 
Right. Yes. Oh yeah. It's like, great money. Like that's why all should, like, like whenever whenever they're doing these ghost investigations and they're talking to the person who owns the building and uh -huh. is pulling in all kinds of tourists. Yeah. Because the building is haunted and they're like, I've seen all this stuff. It's like, have you? Yeah. Are you, are, you, are you just really like that ghost hunter money? Yeah. yeah. Um so I don't I don't know if uh, he if Art was really freaked out or if he was just Yeah. Kind of, kind of like mm. the, 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 these ghosts are paying my checks. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Supposedly, though, when they sweep through with this thermal camera, the spirit box, and their EVP recorder, they get nothing. Yep, and that's after he leaves. Yep. Yeah. So that's that their whole sense. theory: is like Art was the ghost magnet. Now that Art's gone, we can't get anything. That means they're attracted to him. So my theory was correct. Ha ha. <laughs> Genius. And then the basement is next. So Aaron and or Zach and Aaron, Zach and Nick go into the basement while Aaron goes over to the Ritz and actually does a little bit of spirit box over there. He doesn't get much. He gets the word haunting on the spirit box, and that's about it. And he hears noises. Like he thinks it's like it sounds like somebody's working, but in reality, like there were construction workers there that day ripping apart walls, tearing stuff down. Mm -hmm. There is probably things falling like constantly. <laughs> That's what's stopping from trying to like rile up the spirits. Like he's like, like the not the hype man. That's not the term for when you're at a rock show. But is it the hype man? Like somebody comes out and is like, Are you ready for him? <laughs> he's like, How many spirits are pissed in here? But they're tearing down your building. I think, I think the strongest evidence that ghosts don't exist is the fact that all of these people are still alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Going, going into places, just like Zach, just like confronting what's supposed to be a dangerous demon spirit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And expecting not to be like disemboweled. Yes. This is also, this is where Zach is in the basement now. He's kind of yelling at whatever entity did that oh, noise. <laughs> he's just like yelling at it. And he then he says he feels a pinch that feels like something stabbed into his arm. And now his arm is numb. And then Nick is like, well, is it still numb? And he's like, no. <laughs> Yeah, they, if they don't get enough footage, Zach will just have a subjective experience. Yeah. That, can't, that can't be confirmed or denied. Exactly. <laughs> well, and it's just weird that there were three things there. Stabbed? No, pinched like he was stabbed, and, and then, then it went numb. numb. So these three feelings all happened very, very fast and then went away immediately. Also, was it his left arm? Maybe. Hmm. We, uh, we know was, that they've had heart problems in the past. That was the one he was rubbing, his left arm. Yeah. 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 Oh, no. Saw that red meat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, so then <laughs> we got to call Zach. <laughs> so then Aaron comes back to talk a little bit about his experiences. That goes nowhere. And then they show us footage of Billy accidentally killing a rat by stepping on it. Yeah. Yeah, it was really upsetting. It was really yeah. sad. Yeah. They and could have, like, not shown us the rat, but they do. And they it's show, like, like, a zoom in close. Yeah, and it's not it. dead. It's, like, dying. They, yeah, yeah, they linger on it for no reason. Yeah. And they use that as to say that all of the evidence that we got in the basement is actually nothing because all of the noises we were hearing could have been caused by rats. So, like, you could have also just not left it in there and your episode would have had more, like, truth. It would have felt more real. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they show Art the shadow figure footage and he's like, yeah, that's kind of scary. <laughs> the way these interviews always go. <laughs> they just said, this is what we caught. And the person is like, wow. I can't explain it. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely unexplainable to me. Yeah. And then Zach does his wrap up. That's the noise they play at the end of the episode. That's it. That's it. That was a really um, super underwhelming episode of Best Adventures to me. Although it was full of <clears throat> great material to talk about. Yeah. yeah. 
that with the rat thing, I can't I can't figure out what their criteria is for when they're gonna go with the super reach explanation for what mm-hmm. they saw and when they're gonna go like, oh, it was just rats. Don't worry about because it. Because this episode had it's just rats, and it also had a six-armed black baby crawling up a wall and disappearing <laughs> into a light port. This <laughs> episode had both of those things. Yeah, yeah, this was this was I love when they, they clearly had to use the like pre-investigation interviews that they had done uh-huh. about the Ritz, where it's like, we don't go into room 19, and I saw a demon baby crawling on the walls. <laughs> and they get there, and construction workers are just, like, pulling out the drywall. Fuck your show. <laughs> quick, quick, quick. Stage a shot of some mice with, like, crumbly things that look like crack. Quick. <laughs> that was going to be the one. The Ritz was going to be the one that was really haunted. Yeah. <laughs> so, Maddie, what was your favorite part? Oh my god. I don't know. I, sometimes, I don't think it was my favorite part, but I experienced some a delicious surge of outrage uh, at the How Waffle House. Yeah. That whole thing. It was just, I don't know. I get, I get up in arms, but it was like kind of in a fun way. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh God. I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't remember the names of like anybody except Zach in this show. That's and any of the, any of the supporting cast. Because do they really matter? No. But, <laughs> They're um, just there for Zach to but, like move around like pawns in his chest. <laughs> but that that guy who went up into the remains of the Ritz. So that's yes. Aaron. And yes. yes, Aaron. And it was trying to trying to be like, how many ghosts in here are angry? Yeah. yeah. He has to like, how many ghosts in here want to see a kick ass show? <laughs> Hello? I think he used the word pissed. Tim yeah, used the word how, pissed. who's pissed? We, 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 were, we were born 100 years ago. We have got no idea what that means. <laughs> um, with the spirit box, this is this is just a, something that I forgot to mention earlier. Mm-hmm. How whenever whenever they're asking their question, they have to hold it. <laughs> yeah. So because otherwise it's 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 just spitting out random words. Yeah. Right. So it'll talk over them. Yeah. If they don't like muffle it while yeah. they're trying to. I've heard multiple questions. times where they there's definitely words happening while they're muffling it. They don't pay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. My favorite, I had two favorite parts. One was this, the, the spider turtle thing. Yeah. And then the other one was Zach rubbing his chest. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. During the spirit box, like one of the clips they do a replay on is Zach sensually rubbing his own chest He's right rubbing, before. He does that a lot. Uh, he, he, was, he was weird when he thought there was a female ghost on the line. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was in the Waffle House. He was like, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just gets him in the zone. So like, I feel like I got stuck on the Waffle House bit because all these parts that you're mentioning are actually like way more like genuinely fun, like actually <laughs> enjoyable. And I'm over here like still angry. Well, that's okay. I mean, it was kind of like, is this really happening? Yeah. Are they really doing this? My favorite part was when uh, the member of the historical society just whipped his laptop out that had all his ghost hunting yes. evidence on it. Yeah. And it was it was so strange because it was a recording of a voice box. Yes. It wasn't an EVP. Yeah. I just found this strange. You could fake that so easily. Yeah. Any of this can be faked so easily. All of this could be faked. Yeah. Um, But anyway, before we wrap up for the night, we have a really a a, a section that's just we couldn't possibly live without it called Tweet Watch. There's a lot. There's a lot to talk about tonight. Zach Bagans, oh wow. So here's an image of what looks like a Zach Bagans who stepped out of a time machine from the future. He looks like he's about 70 years old in a cowboy outfit, and he has tweeted, and y'all get cowboy Zach, hashtag ghost adventures tonight, all caps. So he's he has retweeted somebody. The person says, Zach Bagans, I think you'd rather get the shaft than deal with the snakes. 
Uh, Tim's pocketing all the treasure while Zach's getting harassed. Lol, LOL. Zach quote tweets saying, dude was putting gold nuggets in his secret pouch. Is this, is this in code? <laughs> none, of it, none of that was comprehensible. Yeah, all of that is totally <laughs> over my head. Let's see. Thanks to the... Oh, this is actually really nice that uh, Zach retweeted a fan who... Uh, tweeted, thanks to this piece, I'm still alive. Thank you, Zach Bagans. Everybody goes through dark times. Remember, dark times pass. And it's a really nice bit, actually, about Zach um, talking about how if you're feeling suicidal, that you need to, you, if you're having suicidal feelings, you should uh, talk to a professional or talk to a friend and, and find your way through that and then and keep, and keep living your life, basically. Um, which is like, it's Zach has a couple of things that he says and does and advocates for that I think are cool. Okay. But we just have to remember the whole person <laughs> of Zach Megan's. Yeah. Because it's like really cool that he is like on this anti-suicide beat as a person who's who's in the like death industry. Yeah. And it's really cool that he cares so much about animals and animal rescue. But he's also a colossal dipshit. Like, <laughs> and a big loser for all time. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody says, Zach Bagans, what do you like most about ghost towns? Zach quote tweets, mainly they are a total escape from the chaos of modern society and the spirits there are different. The minds create a powerful energy source. Minds? What do minds have to do with ghost towns? Oh, they oh, probably I circulate like, like, the ghost energy in the I like, tunnels. I like them all because they're all different, but I do love my mining towns. They are a part of us. It, he, so he's going to like Old West ghost towns where there was like a, a, a gold strike or they were like prospecting. Uh -huh. And the thing is that like, forget all these ruined buildings that like everybody died of cholera in. <laughs> Let's go to this hole in the ground. Yeah, they almost die. <laughs> when, when it was like, what's your favorite thing about ghost towns? For a second, I had this vision of him just replying to ghosts. <laughs> the amount of uh, mines that they've gone into when they're not supposed to because they're dangerous and could collapse, I can't even count. I, I do want to just show one shout out, and I hate to give Zach business, uh, but oh, oh. But one more tweet before I wrap up with that. Leave me alone. I'm playing video games. <laughs> Six days ago. What video game y'all think he was playing? Six days ago. Well, was Outer thing. Worlds released? Outer Worlds. Could have been Outer Worlds. I don't you know really, if he would really like think that. of Zach's in a, like a, like a Obsidian a, a RPG kind of guy. I don't know. <laughs> also, there's, uh, there's something about a band. Just had a really hilarious image of Zach Bacon sitting down to play Death Stranding. Like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, this is nothing See, like no, that, that's, that's perfect. <laughs> Death Stranding is so incomprehensible. He'll be right at home. It'd be like he'll he understands perfectly. The baby lets you see the invisible. Oh. Baby. <laughs> so, uh, so many things are happening in in this last quarter of 2019. A lot of things that we thought were gone are coming back, like my chemical romance. Oh Y'all, I'm so happy. And I'm still in denial. Cassie's so happy she hasn't even processed it. I have not processed it yet. And if you got tickets, I'm very, very, very jealous. If you were a fan of ours, you probably did not get tickets. <laughs> I'm just going to guess. Because they were $150 for the cheapest of the cheap. Yeah. Um, and then Rage Against the Machine announced a reunion tour. Also amazing, incredible. Which Zach is. Zach's tweet, quote tweets that saying, holy happy shit. <laughs> Most excited I've ever seen him. Have a Snickers, bro. He tweets at Billy Tolly. Billy deleted this tweet. What yeah. was show it? Show it to us, Billy. Reveal it. In 2020, we near 2020. We fear Zozo. Oh my God. Wait. What? Is, oh, Zozo's a demon, right? Uh, Zozo is a demon created by Parker Brothers for the Ouija board. Oh. No, it what? was no. It's been known before. I thought it was fake, though. I'm almost certain Zozo was created for like a fake Hollywood thing. It was mentioned in Paranormal Activity, 
one of them. Okay. But if you It you're might ever be doing, just a legend. It's just a legend of some kind. And uh, so last but not least, certainly not least, hate to give Zach business, but thrilled to announce, in all caps, my third book. I had the amazing opportunity to team up with the world's best-selling reference for brand to write... Wait, fuck. <laughs> I had the amazing opportunity to team up with the world's best-selling reference brand to write the ghost hunting guide for dummies. <laughs> this is a must-have for all paranormal enthusiasts. <laughs> for dummies, buy dummies. If you ask me. <laughs> the image is amazing. The image is absolutely. It incredible. almost looks like a fake. It looks fake. It looks really, really fake. Of that series. Because it is the the you know the standard for dummies book. It's yeah. the yellow and the black. Mm -hmm. Only has a picture of Zach Bagans. Extending his hand to you <laughs> to welcome you into the world of ghost hunting. Come with me, the things you'll see. <laughs> so that's uh, we Watch. Yeah. Shit, thanks for coming on our show. Yeah, thanks for having yeah, us. We're really happy y'all were able to make it tonight. Yeah, thank you. Would you, be, would you like to be on again sometime? Yeah, Absolutely. Sure. Awesome. Yeah, we can watch a, I don't know, I kind of I kind of want to try for a spicier episode. A spicier episode. Time. Yeah, Okay. this one was like, we didn't really get much in the lock-in. So. Okay. Oh, you mean like spicier as in uh, spicy with ghosts yes. activity? Perhaps, yes. yes. Okay. Like more ghosts, ghosts, less people being weird about history. Okay. <laughs> well, does that ever... Now, I realize I set myself a high standard. Okay. Yeah. I do like people being weird about history. Okay. All right. Yes. But yes, we'll, we will get plenty of that in the series. So um, thank you for listening also. Yeah, thank Big you. thank you. Thank um, you. What's even cooler than listening to the show, even though I, I love it when you listen to the show, you should re is leaving a review or giving us a rating on your podcasting app of choice. It's a really great way to help us get discovered. And we're trying to get to 100,000 downloads by episode 100. We're, it's going to be tough. We're just shy of 80,000 right now. Share it with all your friends. So share the show with your friends. If you know somebody who likes Ghost Adventures, share Insanely Haunted with them. We're like on... 78,000. We're, we're actually like nearing 80. Oh, okay. We're nearing 80,000. I want to get to 100,000 downloads by episode 100. I know Ooh. you can do it for us. And if you're one of those folks that has disposable income that you feel like spending on your favorite ghost hunting podcast, then you can go to patreon.com slash insanely haunted. Get a bingo card. Set, set a bingo card. Set a bingo card. Join us in our Discord. And the other thing that you should always be doing is checking out other great shows on the Scavengers Network, our home on the internet. There is a really great show there called Myth Takes that I'm in right now. It's a tabletop role-playing game actual play podcast hosted by uh, this arc hosted by my good friend Morgan Spatola, also of Morgan Needs a Podcast and The Broads and the Bees, another really new, cool new show on the Scavengers Network. That's all at scavengersnetwork.com. And the other thing that we always say, of course... Uh, don't forget to support and visit your state and national parks and honor the treaties. Oh, and uh, thanks to our good friend Liam. Thanks, thanks for the hand. hand. And without further ado, that's going to bring us to the end of the episode. I'm so glad again you could join us. Thank we'll you, Maddie. Thank you, Sam. Yes, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks very much. We'll see you again next time. Like always, my name is Max. I'm Cassie. I'm Maddie. Sam. And you just heard a Class, class A EVP. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. 
What is wet hot American moon juice? It's like taking the first sip of a fresh cup of coffee and it's way too hot and you burn your tongue. That's like asking me to describe the sound of my daughter's laughter. Urban Dictionary said that juice means street credibility, so I think I'm part of a gang. At its core, it's a lifestyle. Nowadays, most young kids just want to take Instagram photos with moon juice. I need to save my words because I need 50,000 of them. I don't even think I know 50,000 words. Yeah, I guess I should know from the start that I was in over my head. Wet Hot American Moon Juice is a National Novel Writing Month podcast. What's a National Novel Writing Month podcast, you ask? A bad idea. That's what. But with the power of friendship, even bad ideas can be really, really good. Coming late October 2019 to the Scavengers Network and a podcatcher near you. I think in this day and age, we can all use a little more moon juice in our lives. But only the wet, hot American kind. None of that knockoff European stuff.